Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, 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 this is the Rich Eisen Show. Show, show. Jeff Bezos looking into buying the Washington Commanders with Jay-Z. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The Rock's in the building. You're crazy for this one, Jeff. Three quarters for ownership. <laughs> Would have to approve this sale. Yo, Goodell. Today's guests. Saints defensive end Cameron Jordan. Dolphins wide receiver Tyreek Hill. Plus, from Paramount Plus's Criminal Minds Evolution, actor Joe Montaigne. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show here live from Los Angeles, California. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the Roku channel, channel 210. Or if you're listening on Sirius XM, Sirius channel 218, XM 202 and 992 is the number for you if you're listening on the app. If you're listening on Odyssey, the Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliates coast to coast, we say hello. Please call us at 844-204-RICH, that being the number to dial. If you're listening to us on our podcast, whenever you want, we say thank you for that. Please hit the uh, subscribe button, join our RSS feed. We've got three great guests for you. We've got Cam Jordan of the New Orleans Cam. Saints. We had Lamar Jackson on the program yesterday. They are taking on the Saints. The Ravens are on Monday night. We're fair and balanced. Uh, this is also what happens when uh, you take in a show that's hosted by the man who takes care of business on Westwood One. Yes, who uh, sets up the Harrow Club Buffet for Westwood One on Monday nights in the pregame and halftime. So uh, we get some of the best guests playing on Monday Night Football, previewing that game for you uh, all throughout the week. Cam Jordan of the Saints. Tyreek Hill's joining us. Hey. I don't know. Has he ever been on this program? I don't think so. Well, he's joining us. And his Miami Dolphins are uh, on the up and up because Tua is elite. <laughs> Officially anointed as such by this program on Wednesday. And so far, uh, the world's still spinning. <laughs> Might be spinning off its axis, but it's still spinning. Nah, we good. And uh, so he's on the program, and uh, Joe Montana in studio is on this program here on the Rich Eisen no, Show. Ab- absolutely not, Rich. What? Joe Montana's not here. Do you think he Hall was- of Famer Joe? Oh wait a minute! Is he going to no, bring no. a ring with him? You think? Hold no, on a minute. No, no. no. Read that no, again. It's good friend of the program back for his third visit on this program. Joe Montana. Yes. That's him. Ah, the the quarter, former Notre Dame quarterback. No. Yeah. Chicago guy, Cubs fan. Do you know what we can't quit three. as a nation? Do you know what we can't quit as a nation? <laughs> Criminal Minds. Okay. 
Cannot quit as a nation. Because just when you think Criminal Minds is out, wait a minute. Oh, oh, he's in Godfather Part Three. Oh, you're back in. Right? Hit them all now. So oh, got the muscle. Criminal Minds Evolution. Love it. Is going to oh. premiere on Thanksgiving Day exclusively on Paramount Plus. Which wait for it, just to bring it all full circle. You can get right here on Roku. Fantastic. What up? Good to see you, Chris Brockman. How are you, sir? Yo, man, it was like 40 degrees at my house this morning. <laughs> it is cold out here, right? <laughs> I'm wearing pants. And you, <laughs> you know, not. look who's back. Look who's here. Look who's here. Hey, hey, who's here. hey, hey everybody. Jay Felly. Fresh up a back How's surgery. your back? How's your back? Oh, I feel like a thousand pennies. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You're going to make me do the math? Okay, now I got it. Uh, $10. How are you, TJ Jefferson? Light that candle. I mean, I'm better than Feller's back, apparently. That's... His doctor told him he needed a bacchiotomy, yeah. but it's, it's good to see How him. are you, sir? Good <laughs> to see you. Light that Man. candle. Let's go. Say, look at the shirt today. Light the candle. Let's go. So there was a part last night. This is a, a hot minute last night where you're watching Thursday night football. You're watching Philadelphia against Houston on one screen and Philadelphia against Houston on another screen if you are got two screens. You got Thursday Night Football. You got World Series Game 5. Philly versus Houston. There was uh, a part of Thursday Night Football where you thought just for a hot minute, is it possible Houston sweeps the night? Houston parlay. Is it possible? (laughs) Like, holy John McClane, Batman. Is it it feasible? (laughs) My pleasure. Could it? My pleasure. That Houston... Will hang the first L of the season on the Philadelphia Eagles that they're coming off a bye week, and it's been a while since they've been hit. It's been a while. They got the coffee breath, the B.O., sitting around, <laughs> you know, to use the midnight run phrase. They're not, they're, 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 no, their head's not in the game. Houston gets its first touchdown on an opening drive since week 16 last year, 7 nothing. Amazing drive. And even, I don't even know who the tight end was. It Quentin Tarantino? That was his first ever catch. Unbelievable. Well done out of him. <laughs> it's great. And then even at halftime, it's 14 all at half. And you go in higher register like, hey, the Texans might be able to pull this thing off. I might have bet Eagles first half. They were seven for seven. Yeah. Okay. Did you Narr- say congratulations yeah. to that? Or? Narrator, they lost. Okay. They no. didn't cover the oh, okay. Yeah. So that was bad for you. It was bad for me. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, and then the uh, the Eagles did their thing, which is interesting because their thing has been to dominate early and then swoon and then dominate late. That's been their mo this year. Okay, second quarter they've been the best team in football. Yes, and then third quarter they just cough it up and then have to pull it out of the fire in the fourth quarter. Ah, uh, this is this was kind of against type, right? Which is good, which is good, and a little bit. It is what it bit. is good that you bit. just show that you can do things differently. Because that's been the issue. Is like, what happens if they get hit in the mouth? And the other thing that we're still waiting on is that what if it, what if it's Jalen Hurts down fourteen and he's got to do it? He's got to put you got to put it on his arm and his legs. And to me, that scenario. Is, is is asked and answered for me, man. This guy on the screen 
is an MVP quarterback, period, end of story. He's a dog. He is that, and he told us that he was that when we interviewed him yeah. prior to him being drafted. Got that dog in him. Man, his, to me, he is absolutely 100% proven to me that he's all of that. I and that and I like out him. of everything about Philadelphia, this has been this this is open and shut. He's your guy for a long time to come. That's my man right there. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Although I don't know if Method Man roots for the Eagles. Yeah, he's a Jets fan. Yeah, yeah. One would think. Yeah, he is. Most of the woo are. Shaolin. So, uh, fellow Staten Island. Yeah. Um, hey, so the only question is that still hasn't been answered for some, if there's anything that needs to be answered about the Eagles, is what does happen if this sort of game unfolds against a team that has a little bit more depth and wherewithal and talent than the Houston Texans? That's it. And the question is, is which team is that going to be on the rest of their schedule. Christmas. I gave it to you yesterday. Christmas. I know you did. You gave it to me yesterday that it's Green Bay. Although that's a Sunday night game in their house. Whose house? Green and then Bay. it's Tennessee, which is just a regular, if you will, Sunday game in their house. It's at the Giants. She it's at the Giants. That's one that you have to throw out there. And, of course, there's TJ pounding the table for Christmas Eve at Dallas. That just circle it. Go Cowboys. Just circle it. What if the Eagles are undefeated walking into that game? Holy cow! At fourteen and zero, oh, I had to keep my this whole crossed. country will just be out of its mind for that. So that's a question about the Eagles. One other question about the Eagles, and I'm gonna throw this out. And there's real no answer to it. It's all just in the eye of the beholder. They're 8-0 for the first time in their team history. That's kind of shocking, right? Well, that you figure that they would have had a team that would have come out of the gates because they've had guys from, obviously, the Jaworski era. And Cunningham, Donovan, McNabb. I mean, they sure. went to four straight NFC Championship games. Correct. You know, and then years. Reggie Carson White. Don't forget the Buddy Carson. Buddy Ryan era. The, uh, don't, hey, don't forget the era <laughs> of Rich Kotite that led the Jets to go, hmm, maybe that guy's for us. Shout out Jerome Brown. The late great. Damn straight, though. Chris Carter, all he does is catch touchdowns. That's Harold your Randall Carmichael. Cunningham era. Sure. Harold Carmichael from the Jaws era. That dude that Wilbur Mark Montgomery, and, right? You want to throw his name out there? That dude that Mark Wahlberg played them in the movie. Vince Papali. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm I'm serious, and, and it's only, and I'm glad that we're throwing all these names out there because here's my question for you: Is this the best Eagles team ever? No. No, absolutely not. Lashawn, not? Lashawn McCoy is on the phone right now. No, they almost won a Super Bowl. Okay. Okay, I know it's just eight games in. Just throwing it out there. Put it in your head. I'm going to know that. Put it in your head. Would you rather have that year, what was it, 05 T.O. or this year's A.J. Brown? Who's better? Um, I, I, don't, I don't know yet. How does that sound? How does that sound? Because this team yesterday did it all. 18-play drive to answer the Texans' first game-opening touchdown drive since last year. And then when they did 
when they did need it, just marched down. They didn't just march down the field. They would just flip one to A.J. Brown and then flip one to Devontae Smith and have Miles Sanders run over you and Gainwell run all over you. Goddard and then Goddard had 100 yards last night from the tight end position, and Jordan Davis wasn't there, so maybe that's part of the reason why Damian Pierce could run right, but right there. But then you got Hargraves with three sacks, and then you got Fletcher Cox, and then you got Armand Slay. And then you got Bradbury, and then you got Brandon Graham, and then you, I mean, I know that you're sitting here and you're like, well, who's the Hall of Famer out there? Kelsey on the line, Lane Johnson on the line. They have some talent, man. As the general manager, if you ever run into him, might tell you if you're holding the wrong sign in his direction in Houston. Seek that piece of video out from our friend Howie Roseman, who gave a little bit of the Philly business back at some of the Philly business known his direction. He was oh, check it. out that. Please Google Howie Roseman. So retweet me? I'll retweet that from our Oh, please do it. Go ahead. Put it at Rich Eisen Show. It's just it's it's the what you want in Philadelphia out of your general manager, man. He says it with his chest and his potty mouth. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. So, I'm just putting that out there. No, can't be, right? Donovan McNabb did this and... Mike Vick. Uh, honestly, Foles. and Foles I know... Nick Foles got a ring, Rich. I, huh? Nick Foles got a ring. I know. I know. PGA. Just throwing it out there. They're building towards it. I still think it's a Buffalo Bills world that we're paying rent in. But Jalen Hurts going back to his hometown and doing that last night, it wasn't even his best stat line either. Lost their first fumble of the season yeah. on, a, on a, a, a brutal botched protection of their quarterback. They got away with it. They're 8-0. And <laughs> the, the play the, Kelsey uh, was dragging, I think it was... I forget the running back, but Kelsey was dragging him. Into, yeah, which is you can't do. Which you right? can't do. And as a matter of fact, as Pro Football Talks, Mike Florio pointed out on his Twitter account and on his site that the league actually sent out videos this week to the clubs to say we're going to emphasize this, and they, and they replayed that like five times. And then, well, and then Goddard shoving, you know, on the quarterback sneak of Hurts, he's shoving Hurts, and the, you know, he's giving the old Bush push. The Hurts push. You do what you got. Uh, you know what? Eight, no, I'm just throwing it out there. And you can, you know, respond if you see this later on on our YouTube page or see it later on our Roku Rich Eisen collection page or our Twitter account. You know, no, this team was better. That team was better. But right now, this Eagles team not only has a possible Super Bowl season in their sights, they have an opportunity to be the best Eagles team ever. The coach, I just love Sirianni's just barking at people and high-fiving fans, and they're feeling it. They feel what like the Phillies are putting out there, even though the Phillies are in dire straits right now, as it looks, going back to Houston. What does their record have to be for uh, Nick to win Coach of the Year? Um, at this point in time, with him being better than Dayball and, and Seattle's Pete Carroll being five and three, and if the Seahawks go twelve and five, and the Eagles go fifteen and two. Who gets it? I think it's Sirianni's world. Oh yeah, right now what he's doing. He took Jalen Hurts last year, and 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 is throwing. He threw his arm around him, wore his T-shirt, bringing him along. Don't you think? Offense, and then Howie Roseman. 
F yeah. He yeah. was what, it, you know, his phrase, A.J. Brown. Every AJ time Brown, he catches, AJ. every oh. Titan fan should just be shaking their head. Man, I love that guy. He's dynamite. So that's what I come out of that game with last night. Some might say, well, you know what? They're not all about all that. They should have blown out the Texans. Whatever. It's an NFL game. You never know. They still won by 12. Uh, and on this program, we will talk about the World Series and what Dusty Baker said after the game that I just, I heard it, and I thought to myself, they should just put a plaque in Cooperstown with his name on it right now based on what he said about how he managed Game 5 last night with Justin Verlander, who will definitely have a plaque on the wall in Cooperstown, New York, one day. Uh, also on this program, obviously, we'll talk about the suspension of Kyrie Irving. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. We've got what's more likely, the, our usual Friday staples like that. And then uh, TJ Jefferson will give you his fantasy advice. Oh, my brother. That's right. Brother Jefferson will join us from the Church of Fantasy Football here. Testify. We've got, uh, we've got uh, Joe Montaigne in studio in hour number three. Tyree Kill, speaking of a, co- a coach Tyree. who threw his arm around a quarterback. Mike McDaniel, Tua, and Tyreek Hill, and Waddle. My gosh, they're aiming for the Chicago Bears this weekend. But when we come back, we'll talk to Cam Jordan of the New Orleans Saints. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on this Friday program. We'll chat with you whenever you'd like. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. When you open up a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, you're opening up more than just doors. You're unlocking potential, the potential to be your 
own boss and do your own thing and steer your own success and blaze your own trail. Each and every Sprinter van is built, designed, and equipped to let you hit the open road and take on any goal you set and help you follow your own passions and reawaken that spirit of adventure. Check all those big, bold, fun, and exciting experiences right off your bucket list. When you own a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, you can live, work, and play out your dreams because it lets you. No matter how far off the beaten path, it's all going to take you. 16 body types, you have a choice of a gas or diesel engine, thousands of ways to customize, and now available in all-wheel drive. A Sprinter van is capable and versatile enough to help you drive your ambitions wherever you want to take them. So now's the time to discover what it is that moves you most. Don't wait. Unlock your potential inside a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. I I I don't know how many times this gentleman has been on our program. A lot. A lot. Tons. One of the most. Well, because he's not only great at what he does, but he's so enjoyable to talk to, and he'll always be honest with you. He'll always shoot you straight. And um, He's very pleasant. He is very pleasant. Yeah. Although I imagine trying to block him's not. Oh. And or, or if you think the team that you chose to win the AFC West is feeling some momentum and you feel like they're going to potentially build on it, and then... He's part of the team that just absolutely spanks them and shuts them out. Goose egg. I I didn't like that at all. (laughs) But he's still one of our favorites. He's Cameron Jordan of the New Orleans Saints on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, getting set to take on a guy that we spoke to yesterday in Lamar Jackson on Monday Night Football on Westwood One. Joining us here on the program, how are you, Cameron? Oh, man, just uh, like I said, just searching for the the right solution to the uh, problem that you know, the Ravens pose. So mm. we can do that. We can try and start stacking some wins. Do you want to just jump right into game conversation? Is that what you want to do? You want to do that? I mean, I'm just getting out of practice, so I, that's where I'm at right now. Oh. You know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm game focused, game forward right now. Okay, so you just step off the practice field, and what, 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 uh, what are your, what are you focused on? What are you focused on, Cameron? Uh, the former MVP that is, you know, Lamar Jackson, <laughs> plus you know Gus Edwards and. Of course, you got Mark Andrews. You know, when he's healthy, he's probably wide receiver one, but you're going to say he's a tight end, but he's sort of wide receiver one over there. So, you know, you, you mentioned Lamar first, and obviously uh, there's reason for that. How much rest do you need leading up to a week where you know he's going to make you run much more than you might be used to on a football field? Uh, I mean, you know, I feel like we're always hustling. We're always ready for mm-hmm. uh a type of quarterback that poses these problems with his feet. I mean, we just saw uh, Kyler Murray. You know, we even, you know, we saw a little bit of, of uh, Joe Burrow take off. We, we face these quarterbacks where we can. But, I mean, this is going to prep us as well because beyond uh, beyond the former NFL MVP and Lamar Jackson, uh, you know, we have the Philadelphia Eagles somewhere somewhere this season. So this is something that we have to uh, lock in with. Okay. It's not even, you know, it is what it is. We have to be ready for play these types of quarterbacks who's the guy that 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 makes you run around the most then who is that is it lamar have you faced have you faced i mean you know he's not in the league anymore so i don't have to worry about him (laughs) he's 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 like cam newton used to like run from sideline to sideline to sideline to sideline to then take off for another you know 5 10 15 20 yards down the field but you can't you know uh troll on him when you beat him like you used to right like that's what you used to do right didn't you do that you know once upon a time didn't you send him wine one time didn't you send him some jordan wine didn't you do that once once upon a time i sent off a a, hey if you want to come over to the saints you know i'll be i'll be cameron and you could be cam you know i also do that (laughs) too 
<laughs> only you, man. Only you. Okay, so Cam Jordan was the one who did that. The other, the other Cam Jordan used the other one who who did that. Okay, so then, so then, what what do you do? I mean, like stay in lanes. I'm serious. Like, what what what? The, how does one make sure that Lamar doesn't go off and start spinoramaing, and then you watch him go the other direction? What about that? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that. You know, we've seen success against Lamar when they're able to keep him in that pocket, sort of mm-hmm. collapse around him and, and not let him escape. But at the same time, you know, Lamar's faster than you think he is, which he's already fast, and he's, you know, stronger than you think he is. As you see him duck out of some sacks, he had some miraculous uh, escapes over the last two games and uh, and extend these plays that you, as a defender, you hate to see it. I'm sure as a fan or an offensive person, you'd love to see it. I hate to see it. Um so again, it's going to be it's going to take the front seven. I don't think it is a front front four situation um, to try and contain Lamar. I've got Cameron Jordan here, three time All Pro uh, defensive lineman of the New Orleans Saints here on the Rich Eisen show. It seemed last week it all clicked on your side of the ball, Cam Jordan. Not to say that uh, you hadn't earlier this year, but it, it when you when you toss a shutout on somebody like you did on the Raiders last week, did did you guys find a groove last week that you think you might be able to just leave yourself in for the rest of the year and lock it in? Cam? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I've, I said it earlier this year. Um, I said if we have yet to play our best football and when we can string together a game uh, on all in all phases of the of, of Saints football, we're going to be in a much better place. Um, you know, I think special teams did their job, did a great job this last game. I think offense did a phenomenal job and defense, you know, did handle business. And what you, what you did see, which we haven't really – done earlier this year was win the turnover battle. You win the turnover battle, that puts us in a way better place than when you lose it. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And then the fact that nobody's running away with this division. I mean, you're right there after the three and five start. You're literally sitting right there in this division yeah, right now. Coaches, fans, and analytics keep bringing that up. Me, I'm going to worry about you know, trying to defeat the man in front of me and keeping Lamar, Lamar Jack in the pocket. Because you know what we what we can't do is is keep looking at how close we are to something. If you stay looking, peeking over, you can sort of lose grasp of what's in front of you. Or you the, stay focused on what's in front of us. Or the fact that you know the division's still there. Normally, I, again, when you were two and five walking into a game last week, taking on the Raiders, now you're three and five, and you could keep on keep on stacking them. You could actually wind up hosting a home playoff game, whereas in other previous years you might not have that. For instance, take a look at Green Bay right now. They they have the same record as you, but don't really seem to have that path to to winning a division that you do. So that's that's kind of why I bring that up, Cam Jordan. Yeah, you you say so, but there's still ten games left, so there's still a lot of football left. We 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 can't plan again. We can't plan what's going to happen. And I've seen you know you've seen more miraculous things happen with Aaron Rodgers uh, over the course of his career. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't put past. Aaron to you know get back in the fight. Now will he win the division? That's something that probably may or may not happen. But right. you have you have potential when you have a back-to-back MVP like Aaron Rodgers. You have that type of potential. Now, granted, they've got things to work out. I'm not worried about the green and yellow team. I'm worried about the black and gold team. Okay, and we got we got things we are, we're working out currently. So you know, as long as we keep on playing the way we did this last week, I think we'll be in a far better place ten games from now. Okay, and the the red rifle, he's is he is he the starting QB there now? Would you say double arm, Jameis Winston? It doesn't matter. You know, I'm going to focus on our defense, and if 
If they say Double R is 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 QB one, then great. If they say Jameis Winston um, is is QB one, fine. You know, either way, I think that uh, our defense, the way it played, I think there's chances and places that we can take advantage of and hold our own on, on any and everybody. Last thing for you is how does this compare to previous seasons for you? Uh, it, it, it's it's a little bit off compared to the successful years that you've been enjoying there in, in New Orleans. What is your what is your approach in, in a leadership role for a team that, uh, that that still has a lot in front of it, a division, and as you mentioned, half a season, Cameron Jordan? Yeah, I think, I think that there is definitely a uh, – I wouldn't even say a ship, but you, you, you know, there's a realization that each one of these games, there has to be complementary football. There has to be um, the, the same mindset um, that we can win these games when we work together. I also think that it's a shift from our defense's mindset where we want it to be the main fighting force of this team to where, as you saw last game, when we are when we are dominant and when we when we can take advantage of where uh, situations, that's where we're going to win. So if we can take advantage of all situations in every game, it's going to put our offense in a better place. So we're going to continue doing what we're doing defense, focus on being, you know, that sort of hopefully dominant game. If we could finish, you know, every game this season, next 10 games, and nobody scores a touchdown, <laughs> you can't tell me we're, we're not going to the playoffs. Um, but, you know, those, those are – probably unrealistic dreams to think that 10 games in, nobody's going to put any points on us. Um, but we will go in every game knowing that, you know, we have to be able to uh, stop stop somebody's offense and win that turnover differential. That turnover differential has been key to wins and losses this year, and it's direct correlation of those wins and losses. So we have to be able to, to create uh, more turnovers for our offense, give them more opportunities. And then, man, uh, it just gets loud in that building on a Monday night. The whole city's got the whole day to just get ready for it. It's a pretty special spot. It really is, you know, when you think about it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's loud. It's it's loud as it needed to be this past, you know, Saturday. What is that, like a 12-30 game? That's right. You can imagine when the lights are brighter, you know, the, the game is more impactful. It's Monday night and it's the only game on. You can't tell me who that nation, you know, that black and gold is just going to be out here rocking the entire stadium. I mean, we're the best probably fan base you're going to see in stadium. Now, you could say, you know, you're going to say Seattle's loud, sure. Been there, played there. You're going to say Kansas City, second or third, been there, played there. But that's what they're going to do. They're going to fight for being the loudest stadium by second or third. There's a clear-cut one, and we're not number two. Uh, you know what, man? You could say other places are really loud, but there's only one place where people can uh, drink that swing oil all day and then put on a Pope outfit and go crazy, That and it's yours. That's it. That's the <laughs> only one. field advantage. That's the, that's the dome field advantage for sure. Have a great one, Cameron Jordan. Always enjoy catching up with you, man, and I look forward to settling in on Monday night and watching you take on the Ravens. No, no. Hey, Cam didn't come my way, so I'm still Cam. I'm counting Cam J to the end of it. Okay. But I appreciate you having You me got it. Cam Jordan, everybody, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, how many people are going to tell me I, I'm not calling them by their right names over the last few weeks here on the program? <laughs> Is that what he just did right there? Like, don't call me Cameron, call me Cam? Is that what he just said, or, or am I taking it the wrong way? I, I can't tell. Help me days. out, Chris, because I'm I just, I'm, I'm, I'm all turned around now. I think, Richard, I think it's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. you I'm a little overly <laughs> sensitive. You guys picked up on it. So no, I didn't nice. pick up on anything. <laughs> Uh, you can listen to the NFL on the NFL app, on the Odyssey app, on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station Streams, or by simply asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports, sponsored by 
AutoZone. I'm going to wade into this, even though I probably shouldn't. Uh-oh. Superdome is the loudest place I've been to in the NFL. Have you watched a game in Seattle? I have. Of course, the domes, that makes sense, right? I've been to Kansas City. It is very loud. And you're like, wow, this may be the loudest outdoor stadium I've ever been in. And the one closest to it, if not neck and neck, and you can have an argument, is Seattle. Seattle, Seattle is. It's tough to hear yourself think. Yep. You can be sitting next to the person and have a conversation and can't hear them. But in Seattle, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget being in the Superdome the night that it reopened after wow. Katrina. And Marshall Falk, native son of New Orleans, was telling me, just you wait. First time I'd ever seen a game in there. Not the first time I was ever there. I was The first time I was ever in the Superdome was when um, my, my dad, who taught a French class, used to take his high school French class to French-speaking places around the, the globe. That's cool. Bon Suisse. Quebec. We went to Quebec one time. We went to right. New Orleans. And I was just kind of wondering. I remember as a kid, just wondering to myself, like, how come people don't speak French around here? It's a quarter, French quarter. French quarter. But, um, and by the way, yes, we did go to France. Um, <laughs> Parlez-vous? Um, not all on the same trip, but uh, at I any say. I, I, I remember Marshall saying, wait till you hear how loud it is in here. And I'm like, oh, okay, sure. And then the first opening possession of that game on that Monday night, Atlanta versus New Orleans, and Michael Vick, second down run. Out of the pocket, fumbles the ball, and the scream that I heard <laughs> that then immediately died down because the ball rolled out of bounds and the Falcons maintained possession. I remember thinking to myself, that, that was loud. And then, of course, Steve Gleason blocking the punt two snaps later. That was when I thought the building might fall apart again. I've never heard anything like that. That's the loudest, that moment right there that has now since been memorialized by a statue outside the stadium. That, that's the loudest I've ever heard in NFL stadium in my 20 years of being in them. Shout out Steve Gleason, man. That's what's up. Damn straight, that's what up. And I, and I remember, <laughs> I remember after they scored that touchdown, I look at Marshall <laughs> and he looks at me with a look like, Right, right. As he then started cackling in his in his famous cackle, whenever he's right about something, right. So, um, yeah. And then the only thing that uh, Marshall enjoyed later on that day, more than that, was when um, I was on the field with him right around the second quarter. Standing on the field, I had a press pass and watched the game from the field, and I got kicked off the field because someone from ESPN saw me on the screen. It was their game, and they didn't want me out there. Really? Yes. Audacity. The member of security told Marshall, you could stay. He's got to go. Man, that's, that's insane. And that is Tom Marshall Petty right there. loved it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. But he did try to get me to come back on. No, is that Kyle Richard or Tom Petty right there? Which which Petty? I mean, on, on the on the level that, of Petty. So what, have we ever? We haven't actually not yet. written it, put pen to paper. Well, the King Richard the King Petty has to be top level pettiness. Mister the King is, and then it yeah. goes it goes Tom, Richard the King Petty, then Tom then Petty, Tom, then, then, then Kyle after Petty. that it's Kyle Petty, then Lori Petty, Lori Petty. Lori Petty. Yeah. 
Bryce Petty. Yeah. Bryce Petty. But we try not to go that way. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's different five stages would, of pettiness. I would say you got Richard the King oh, I petty got, going I, I was right in the 43 there. car. Man. Yes, sir. They booted you. Making left turns, getting off the field. I know how that feels, though. I once got kicked off the field at AT&T Stadium, so I understand. Why'd you get kicked off the field at AT&T Stadium? He got, by the way, not just him, though. He got all of us thrown out. <laughs> for the draft? Yes. Oh. Why would you get kicked off for a draft? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Why did I get kicked off? Why didn't you tell me? Well, I was standing right underneath you. I mean, you were. All you, you guys have were, to do is text me saying we got a problem down I here. Did. I tried to explain to the security and guards even that with I was the with draft, you. even with the draft, which is without question the most mentally taxing gig I have all year it's long. It's your domain. It is, but I still can multitask. I was enough. dropping your name like it was breadcrumbs, and they didn't seem to care. I was literally. You were on the well, riser. We were right beneath you. I'm like I'm working with Rich Eisen, and they were like, eh, "You got to go." I was like, okay. Oh, wow. So Brock McGinn, So I couldn't have done anything is what you you're saying. You couldn't have done anything. You maybe, That's not true. There were I had NFL there's NFL security on the set with NFL Network. Man. I could have easily just said, Can you help out my guys? So and then what happened, I'm already mad, and then He's the Cowboys mad. drafted Leighton Van Der Esch, and this is what Brockman was talking about the other day. This and guy. my anger for yeah. getting kicked off coupled with the Van Der Esch pick because I was, he was just so mad because he Ridley. wanted Calvin Ridley. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a good day for TJ. It was a good day. Just that, It was. That little moment. That little moment was bad. But so then we I, went and ate like chicken wings, and it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> now you can't even tweet about it. <laughs> hey, feller, you just got back, bro. <laughs> I got to stay back. <laughs> let's uh, let's take a break. Good to see you, Jason Feller. Hey, thanks. Uh, let's take a break, <laughs> and we'll talk about Game 5 of the World Series. And uh, what we saw last night, and the soundbite from Dusty Baker after last night's game. Um, wait till you hear this. It it it's something that I'm like, we've got to play it for the Rich Eisen show audience on Friday. And guess what? That I have juice to pull off. <laughs> Coming up next. Hey folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because sleep number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now save 40% on the sleep number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the program. <laughs> hey, find the latest and greatest audio entertainment on Audible. It's got everything you want to hear, including this very show, The Rich Eisen Show, 
Along with podcasts, you'll also find audiobooks and exclusive originals of talking comedy, sports stories, deep dives, athletes and entertainer business, and anything else you're into. With Audible, you get access to thousands of included titles with more added every week. Listen on the road, at the gym, or everywhere you want to fuel up your imagination. Join and get 30 days free at the home of storytelling, audible.com. We put Harry Potter books on in the car to make sure the kids... Well, I, I, by the way, the, my, my kids are here because their flight's delayed at LAX up the road right now. Um, I don't know. If, should I say right now what I normally say when these Audible reads are? We put that on so the kids can just stay quiet. <laughs> Mom and dad can just have peace and quiet in the car. Now they know. Uh, it's more. Yeah, okay. Very I've good. been nervous ever since Taylor walked in because I was watching her getting buckets. And now we got a superstar in the house. We do. Man. Hey. You know what, um, Yankee fans out there watching the Phillies, I know every Yankee, every Yankee fan I know, suddenly they're they're like learning what whiz wit and what all that means. <laughs> I'm whiz without. Okay, whiz, whiz without. without. Whiz without. Really. Yankee fans are all, but they're like whiz what? Khalifa. What are we talking? about? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody beats the Wiz. Nobody beats the okay. Wiz. You know, like that's They're bringing me that, back. That's normally what that's normally what New Yorkers are saying. But now we're Michael all Jackson Philly. Like we're like, oh yeah, we're about the Liberty Bell. We're like the Rocky Steps. We're everything right now because we're just all Philly fans. Every Yankee fan. Yeah, sure. Why not? That's I'm sure Count of Ali would agree if he was listening to this right now. All right, Rocco. All of it, Rocco. So. Yeah, we're all, but we're finding out it's like chasing that rooster, chasing the chicken. Chasing the chicken. It's tough to catch. Very tough to catch. Yeah, certainly they when they've got crap thunder. Certainly when they've got the kid Jeremy Pena. How good Dude. is this kid? University of Maine. Hey, uh, Carlos Correa, you want to take the Twins' money? Bye-bye. See ya. See ya. Uh, deuces, one might say. Deuces. Speaking of it, Tyree Kill's coming up next deuces. hour. Oh, Jose Altuve's hitting and hitting uh, doubles. He's actually getting runs. Score. Well, for, that guy gets on base. Just a wrap. Yeah. Okay. And Bregman and, you know, the rest of the team. Jordan, Guriel, and then, you know, Verlander. You get to him early, um, but it's still just a tie game. And Pena homers does his heart thing. And even I gotta tell you, even for us Yankee fans, seeing him, he's tough to he's tough to dislike. I mean he's really good player. I mean that's exact yeah, really not to make player. it any worse. That's exactly the kid Yankee fans are looking for. Exactly. Where's one of them coming from the minors? Where's our Jeremy Pena? Well, you trade them away to get... Ah, I don't need an answer. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Schwarber Homer's... I'm not a, looking for answers. Schwarber Homer's in the bottom of the first to lead off that. Like, you think the Phillies are like, oh, here we go here we again, go, Here right? we go again. Here we go again. But you just keep on keeping on. And, you know, just always have to give up that one run. That one run, Hoskins gets that ground ball. Yeah. Robertson gets that ground ball with first and third, and Hoskins has got to field it quick because Altuve's the guy on third. You better act fast, oh, man. Oh, he's moving. Exactly. So they got to. Yeah. So the ball goes off his glove, and yep. that third run was the, the difference. Is certainly when JT Real Muto, Real Muto comes up in the ninth inning and takes Presley just deep to right center field and just smoked it, smoked. and Chas McCormick makes the catch. 
of his life. Game five of the World Series, which you dream of, right? Reaches up, makes the grab, and um, sure enough, with uh, we're assuming you know Presley would have still maybe hit Harper anyway, trying to bury that breaking pitch right inside, you know, right inside on uh, on Harper would have hit him. It would have been a totally different ball of wax. But it, you know, when he caught yeah. that ball, I'm like, that's it. It's over. Yeah. But here's where here's where they really win too. Okay, Dusty freaking Baker, the manager of the Houston Astros in this era. In this era of, okay, well, third time through the order, pitcher might not be as good. His numbers against that guy under this roof, under this celestial moon, you know, and the era of analytics. When managers are supposed to push the buttons exactly when they're told to push the buttons pregame in some sort of hotel conference room with a PowerPoint presentation to tell the manager in the sixth inning, fifth inning, this happens. That's what you've got to do because the numbers support it and it gives us a better chance to win. Blah, 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 blah. No gut, no feel, no nothing anymore. How many times have we heard it? Right? Turn it in a World Series. Nonstop. Yep. So, Verlander, you mentioned, gave up that home run to Schwarber, yeah. and he, he got deep into pitch count. Yeah, big time. Deep into pitch counts. And he's still out there in a sixth inning, isn't he? Kind of shocking. Well. In a 2-1 game. Not when, and, and especially since he's never, unbelievably, that's his first World Series win last night. It's a weird stat. Right. Yeah. He's first ballot, his first ballot's in ring. And it's funny, myself included, yes, sir. kill Kate, Clayton Kershaw for supposedly not being a gamer in playoffs and here's Verlander Ofer until last night Ofer right? with a high ERA you know doesn't take the same amount of heat so Dusty yeah, Baker weird, Dusty right? Baker was asked after the game about his process in keeping Verlander in god bless this man this is it roll it you know it was a battle and that's what he said i mean he he emptied the tank uh, early, and um, you know his pitch count got got high, but I mean that was as far as we thought we should take him. And uh, you know we held the lead for him. Um, you know, like he, you know, he was in trouble there a couple times. And uh, I remember my teammate Tommy John always told me that a that, that a good pitcher can get out of trouble twice, and a great pitcher three times, and so so pitcher maybe one time. And so uh, that was a you know, I could hear Tommy John talking to me, uh, you know, during the game. And uh, sometimes you call upon people that you've uh, played with or talked to in the past to deal with the present. So for uh, a certain generation, when he says he hears Tommy John talking to him, Dusty is not uh, hearing advice from his underwear, okay? He's talking about <laughs> the great pitcher. Shout out Kevin Hart. <laughs> from back in the day, and God, do I love hearing that. Take your analytics. Not that they're totally useless. They are useful. I don't want to hear it from the analytics crowd. I don't. Daryl, um, if you're out there, our good buddy Daryl Morey, you know, he's, stand, he's, he's the barbarian at that gate, man. 
Yeah, He's standing Dusty, on that wall. Dusty said, shine it up real nice, turn it sideways. <laughs> so here so, you uh, go, man. He's hearing Tommy John's voice in his head, and he's just like, I love that. Good pitcher can get twice. out of trouble twice. A great pitcher three times. Well, you have a good so, you so have a pitcher, great pitcher there. Damn so. straight he does. Let him do it. When Dusty goes in the home, and if the Astros as expected, pull off one of the next two games. Even if they don't, Dusty should go in the Hall of Fame. I believe. Yeah, we went over this yesterday. Inste- exactly, right? But instead of his plaque going over his career, that quote verbatim should be on his plaque. <laughs> That's interesting. Right? <laughs> on his plaque. In the 21st century, in 2022, in a World Series Game 5, which, as you know, there's only two of such games, Decisive or pivotal? It was pivotal last night. Series pivots with whoever wins in that direction. He went gut feel experience. He went gut feel experience. GFE. (laughs) He went GFE. New phrase, gut feel experience. What? Just, don't tell me that stands for something else, and I just walked into it and no, I have no, no idea. Because I'm a 53 year old man with a lot of ish going on. Yeah, no, he said Kevin Cash just threw a brick through his TV <laughs> watching this conversation. I, I mean, he might feel that he wants to go GFE too, and he just can't or he won't or whatever. And Dusty's out of you know what's to give. It's the middle initial of what I just said. Dave Roberts with the binder on. Fire. Hey, you know what, man? I bet you he wants to go GFE more than he does too. All managers do. Yeah. Way to go, Dusty. I heard that. I'm like, I got to play that for the audience. And I just did. I feel good about it. Well done. Thank you. Good. Uh, <laughs> hour number two, Tyree Kill coming up. The, the author of, am I reading this right? <laughs> am I reading this right? No, I think it's, I think it's the way I do. Oh, well, we'll ask him an hour number two. We need to drop, Rich. What's more likely also still coming Boom. up. Boom. Sneaky good games, here. Rich. Oh, that's right. My hands are on fire right now. What is your what is your record? Seven and one in the last two Ooh. weeks. Look at you. Watch out now. Look Ooh. at you. We're off the hook this year. Getting mad money off the books. Now, uh, with my um, 11 and 9-year-olds to your right, how would you explain to them what Sneaky Good Games is, that segment? Do you guys like money? Oh, stop it. <laughs> See? Stop See? it. <laughs> move over a little bit to your... Tay, Tay move, over, move, move over closer to your brother. Move over closer to your brother. <laughs> Tay, move over closer to your brother. There you go. There she is. All right, so go ahead. Is that really how you would explain it to them? Oh. I give you picks to win money. Oh, my goodness. You guys feel good about this that? This is not what's good. Oh. No, 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 no. Not the, We don't do this. Don't listen to him. Sorry. How about this? Do you, guys, do you guys like cookies? Oh, my God. There you go. There's Tay, you like cookies. So I'm going to give you a way to take the cookies that you have, and then suddenly you have more of them. There you go. Yeah, that was just creepier. <laughs> I, like I mean, I'm not driving around in a van. I was just about to say. I was just going to say, does that van have wow. windows yeah. in it too? Or? Wow! wow. With, with, with that this show has gotten Jeez. off the rails. Jay, what are we doing? You're not welcome back. Are you still on some sort of uh, pain blocking <laughs> drugs or something? Ask me that in front of HR, especially with the stash. You yeah, get. come on, man. The narc. The stash. By the way, yeah, there's a stash. How does Sarah like the stash? Not great. <laughs> not great, Bob. Not great. Not it's great, the Mad Men GIF. Not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. <laughs> I told him yesterday, though. 
Tom Brady, your choice with the stash. All right, hour number two. What's more likely? Your phone calls and Tyreek Hill. Don't go anywhere.